Welcome to Jurassic World. Welcome to Jurassic World Minute Weavers. Jurassic World, one minute at a time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this minute, on this minute, on this episode, we're discussing Minute 101 of Jurassic World. But before we get to that, David, back when uh, Ingen Security arrived on Nublar, we uh, pondered, hypothesised all those big words, whether or not the um, the painted helicopter. I was going to say green, but <laughs> one minute it's green, one it's black. The, uh, the Ingen helicopter was in fact the uh, the same model make as the, uh, the original one we've seen in Jurassic Park, and it is an Augusta uh, 109A. So exactly the same model as what we see Hammond and crew flying to Nublar at the start of Jurassic Park. Uh, here, it seems they've put a false uh, registration number on the tail. That's not what that chopper's actually registered as, so thank you, Internet Movies, Planes, Databases, for that <laughs> little bit of uh, information. I'm not sure it's important, but... Um, also got to mention here that uh, that original uh, the original helicopter was written off on March 22nd in 2001 mm-hmm. after a hard landing at Port Allen Airport in Hawaii, which we um, I know we have mentioned that before. Yeah, that is unfortunately sad. That presumably it's still film camera, film chopper, or um, still being flown. But the um, the original Jurassic Park one, uh, March 2001. I wonder if it was involved in the um, in shooting anything for Jurassic Park 3, just like the, the aerial plates and that, if it was a chopper in the area they used for all that sort of stuff, filming and that. I'm not sure, actually. But that would be interesting, if it, if it was. Yeah, either way, it wouldn't be used much longer after Jurassic Park 3, because, uh, yeah, it crashed, so... Um, got a couple of links up there for uh, for those two articles, if you want to go and check them out. Where have you been? Change plans. Mission took a jog to the left. I'm taking everything off site. The embryos are safe here. They can live up to eight weeks on the generators. No, no, you, you listen. Park's gonna be chapter 11 by the morning. Okay, our little side project's about to get a shot in the arm. I don't want a bunch of lawyers messing around with something they don't understand. You get it? Hey, I'm gonna take that as a yes. Dave, ready to get a minute 101. I am. Radio. 101th minute of Jurassic World opens with visitors receiving medical treatment ends with Dr. Wu waiting for Hoskins in the chopper. As we continue to 101, we get that recorded voice continuing. Please report to the nearest health service station. That is, if you've got any injuries 
interesting they're still bandaging people up here. I suppose there's 22,000 on the island, so that would be delayed triage and that from the Pteranodon incident, Mm -hmm. where here you still have people being treated for that incident uh, hours (laughs) after after the fact. And the fact they still haven't been able to get everyone off the island yet either sort of makes it hard to believe what we see here of the Hilton and then in a couple of minutes' time where we get to Main Street and it's completely deserted. You'd think there'd still be guests uh, ignoring evacuation orders or whatever <laughs> and still at Jimmy Buffett's having a margarita. <laughs> uh, this is Jurassic World. This isn't like pretty much just regular quarantine. You're, it's a private uh, island, so if they want you... If they want you to stand here, you stand there. You don't move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. But um, as we're sort of looking around the Hilton, we get to see the same sort of shots from security cameras, and we see Lowry rubbing his chin and asks, uh, is this what you had in mind? But no one answers him. He looks around to see the engine personnel packing up their things and leaving. <laughs> uh, here he is once again by himself talking to himself. <laughs> um he looks around and sees Vivian just standing there holding her jump her jacket and uh, they say we have to evacuate, there's a boat and then she um, asks if he's coming and Larry looks up at the monitors and sees Claire driving the Unimog and hesitates and I don't know what's going on with this monitor because there's four camera angles um, following Owen on the motorcycle still so that would presume they're using the same footage as the Raptors following Owen into the jungle there's someone on the seat next to Claire just holding a video camera in her face. <laughs> and um, and there's a camera in the back of the Unimog as well, looking at the back seat where the boys are sitting. So I know he has to be conflicted here to stay because he can see they're coming back to him because mm-hmm. Claire just said that we're on our way to you. But I, suppose, I don't know if a, a blinking blue dot saying M- M- MRV... MVU-12 would... Uh, would do the same thing, but it's just really weird that uh, these cameras are showing what they are. Then again, probably not. They probably had tracking on every single vehicle in the park, so it wasn't... If, like, I guess got drunk one night and decided to try to hijack <laughs> a Unimog, they knew exactly where he went, you know? Well, we've seen that earlier, too, with the ACU troopers going out for the first, uh, the first Indominus encounter, uh, there was three or four cameras mounted to the exterior of the vehicles there as well, so um, it is probably a, uh, uh, maybe not a security thing, but a company procedure that they do have cameras everywhere to monitor everything. Yeah. Just because of the um, the seriousness of incidents in the park, because uh, something stupid could close you down. <laughs> just like just like they're facing now. <laughs> um, but uh, he takes a deep breath and stands up. Uh, no, somebody needs to stay behind. And then he walks to Vivian as the music swells and leans in to kiss her. Uh, but she knows he's coming because she's read the script and immediately puts a hand up to stop him from <laughs> stopping saying, no, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, Larry is shut down in a blaze of glory. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, you uh, never talked about him, so I didn't know hmm. things were serious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't think that... Hmm... <laughs> Didn't think that they were together. But uh, in the end, Larry just smiles and gives her a hug. And she asks him, is he going to be okay? And he replies, yep. <laughs> Most awkward uh, hug ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's almost the um, the two friends, or I just want to be friends <laughs> after hug. Because you know it's probably going to last time you see him or talk to him or 
hug him ever again because mm-hmm. uh, they've just broken your heart. So essentially, he's just staying behind because Claire's coming to him for some reason. He knows now that there's a boat. Surely he can ring Claire and say, hey, there's a boat we're all heading to. Mm-hmm. Of, of course, he needs to be there for what happens later in the film, but just his uh, his motivation to stay. Maybe maybe he knows that the control room's secure, he's in no danger there, which essentially he is in no danger there because engine's clearing out, so even the... Uh, even the mobile men are going. Yeah. But we cut to an aerial shot of the helipad as an engine helicopter sits there with its rotors spinning. Uh, it's not even stopped turning off. Uh, some of the soldiers are securing equipment, uh, one of those big cases in the tail section of the uh, the helicopter. And um, as the minute ends, we can see Wu sitting inside waiting for uh, waiting for his partner to join him. But uh, that will mm-hmm. come next minute. Yeah, so seemingly the helicopter's been... Dropped Hoskins off at the Raptor enclosure for the uh, for the mission. Brought him back so he can watch the mission. It's been sitting here ever since. Now, uh, given the given the orders to fire up, we're getting out of here. So, not a lot to discuss this minute. Anything else before we get to novel comparisons? No, really. All right. As the Unimog chase ends, the three Raptors stand in the middle of the road, watching the trail uh, the tail lights disappear into the darkness. Uh, Blue lifts her head and screeches, and uh, the other three. That shouldn't be the other three. The other two join in. Uh, nearby, in the jungle, the Indominus hears them and uh, heads their way. So possibly explaining how everyone ends up at the at Main Street in a few minutes' time if they um, they keep on chasing after the departing vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of the film where raptors just disappear in the jungle and we don't see them or the Indominus until Main Street. So I'm betting they probably made that change just for the cinematic level of it where you have the raptors just suddenly appear out of nowhere in the movie, you know? Mm, yep. Yeah, well, here they're going back in the jungle, so they could be going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Probably a good time to put some extra guards at the Hilton <laughs> <laughs> if, they, uh, if they've got the taste of human and want another snack. But one other thing I haven't got here, uh, when, the, when the soldier comes up and bangs on the side of Unimog, it is described that he's, he's injured when we're... Uh, Record the minute we don't know if he was injured or if it was someone else's blood on him, but that's um, that's him because he limps to the Umog, then limps around the back and um, tries to get the back doors open before he's attacked. So that's um, that's how it goes down in the novel. Uh, Dave, another quick one, but uh, how about we get over for today? All right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> 